I'm above the weather. <laughs> Jeff Bezos go up into the sky on a cock rocket. Lace, Lace that, that bitch up, up and wear it. Palatable to people at the party. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sav and Sean show. I am your host, Sean. I am your other host, Sav. And might I just add? Yes. Whoever made that theme song, like, truly just <laughs> did a, a bang-up job. Wow, a true experiment in vanity we have here. <laughs> bang-up job. Like, just shout out to whoever... Oh, it was me. Oh, it was yes, me. that was you. I suppose I've never actually formally credited you. Yes, you were the person who created our beautiful, wonderful theme song. If you've been listening from the start of this podcast, um, you may have noticed the first uh, episode had a different theme song. Um, that was created by me in a last ditch effort to be relevant. And then we had our fantastic uh, other co-host, Savannah, who um, also makes other really, really great music, but that's a topic for another day, uh, who made uh, the one that we have now. And it's, I love your take on it. I think it's super fun and it makes me feel like I'm on like a reality TV cooking show or something. Yeah, I wanted to go for like groovy funky because that is that is our personalities you know that is true groovy and funky yeah and uh, just tag like, yourself i'm groovy <laughs> i was gonna say i'm definitely funky um i smell funky i am wow. funky you haven't had a shower in the last nine days uh. <laughs> so uh yeah how have you been how how are you well how I, are you i was well if i gave you the real answer you would probably call the authorities so i'm gonna lie and say i'm great oh my gosh you're great um actually i was just sick this past weekend i was a little under the weather i had a cold so if my voice sounds weird it's because i've been coughing a lot so sorry. <laughs> maybe it's ex just extra soothing you know, every yeah. <laughs> so you know, if this is your brand, then you're welcome. I did it for the fans. But for you guys, my throat is a little tired. My voice is a little scratchy, but I am here to push on because you need the content, America. So you're absolutely, welcome. I um I love that you use the phrase "under the weather." Because I would love to have an instance where somebody was, like, over the weather. I'm above the weather. <laughs> <laughs> the weather is beneath me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, today, I figured we would talk about something that um, everybody goes through. And, I mean, what the way that I say this is going to sound like it's... The, what we're using is some great platform to talk about something. Um, but... Mental health. It's being talked about a lot more, which is really exciting and really awesome. But um, maybe our <laughs> pessimistic take will give somebody something. I don't know. I mean, I always enjoy seeing other people talk about their mental health struggles um, because I normally can find something that they say and be like, oh, my God, that's me. Yeah. Um, so I feel like truly. just having normal people having a candid discussion about it is like relatable and kind of soothing in a way and it's not us trying to like say that we know everything about mental health it's just like our experience our experience as 20 somethings living in a world that is slowly slowly just gonna implode on itself right um we have had our fair share of mental trauma trauma (laughs) illnesses you know you know the drill you know how it goes i don't mean to hot take on like life or or get too deep here but how does it feel as somebody who 
has no health insurance watching Jeff Bezos go up into the sky on a cock rocket. That silence is deafening. <laughs> it's it's ironic to me because like I think this whole race to space thing is just like a who has a bigger dick contest, who has more money, who has more resources, who's going to get there first. It's not for the actual like good or development yeah. of like our society or civilization. So I think it's funny that it's shaped like a big giant weenie. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's the biggest. Because, wow. yeah, like, but also Jeffrey Bezos. Sorry. <laughs> it's it, the only thing I could. That's the only thing in my mind at all times at this point. <laughs> I don't really. She's I, doing great, folks. I'll, like, find myself. It's, it's kind of dangerous, actually. Like, I'll be driving somewhere. Uh-huh. And then I'll just like suddenly be at my destination and I'll have no idea how I got there because the whole time in my head, I just hear Jeffrey Bezos like the entire time. Doesn't matter how long my commute is. Doesn't matter if I'm actually listening to music. I like dissociate so much to the point my soul leaves my body and is replaced by Bo Burnham dressed as a bush or a shrub (laughs) with glasses on singing Jeffrey Bezos part two. God forbid you come across an Amazon Prime truck during your commute and then you're just following it. I just crash into it. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey Bezos. Take that, Jeff. Yeah. Get him. Hit him at like 75 miles an hour, directly T-bone the truck. They walk away unscathed. My car is totaled. My mangled body still singing. <laughs> My mangled body. What a word picture. I have to say that for somebody who usually is a very, very sad piece of shit, um, I actually am doing pretty well right now. That's good. I'm yeah. happy for you. Um, I'm not really sure what it is. I mean, it, it's quite possible that I finally um, just acclimated to the atrocity that is just living life day to day but if you <laughs> look finally at- <laughs> after 24 years almost exactly i've that- come to the conclusion that it's eh, this is it we'll get through it i guess I-, I literally am the goldfish from PetSmart that had to be put in the plastic bag into the tank so it would be the same thing and i've just been here for almost 25 years oh my god or maybe honestly it's possible that it's the fact that i'm finally at a place where it's like i'm about to turn 25 in october we're about to hit quarter life crisis and i'm really like leaning into it i'm like i'm i'm full blown in the midst of it so Congratulations. I can tell you it's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I keep romanticizing. I mean, I guess that's part of my mental illness as well. Um, It's just like a theatrical romanticization. Is that a word? Romanticization. Yeah, because like romanticism, romanticization. Yeah, romanticization. Um, God, I've lost my fucking train of thought. I'll say words like yacht too many times and then convince myself it's not a real word. Like the past tense of yeet? Yeah. <laughs> or like the boat. Like a boat, you dangling. <laughs> Haven't you seen below deck? No. A yacht, which also, sidebar, I have a lot of respect for people that don't speak English as a first language, because imagine looking at the word yacht. Yeah. And how it's spelled and trying to phonetically figure out how to pronounce the word yacht. It sounds like a fun way to talk about vomit in the past tense, like a yacht. I uked. <laughs> I uked. I v- ukulele. I vomed. Pukulele. A pukulele. Please welcome to the stage. <laughs> pukulele. That's my drag name. Oh my god. Um, With anyway, her Hey There Delilah cover. Yeah, I'll just, I'll say words that I say all the time and then I'll just look at them and be like, that's 
That's wrong. Not... This isn't a word. So as far as I'm concerned, romanticization is 100% a word. Thank Should you. I look it up? Just oh, yeah. You Why keep talking. You? I'll Absolutely. look it up. Well, I I'm think... like the man in the chair. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. you're, the, you're Kim Possible and I'm Wade, you know, in, oh. in my chair. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I think it's funny that you, <laughs> you said that because all I could think about is um, Princess Bride, where it's like, I do not think that the word means what you think it means. Although I don't know why I said that Russian. Uh. <laughs> Romanticization is actually a word. Wow. R O M A N T I C I Z A T I O N. Romanticization. For you children competing in the spelling bee later on this year, one, why are you listening? But two, yeah, keep that one locked in. <laughs> the act of indulging in sentiment. Mental health. Wow. Um, we aren't, I mean, we've referenced Bo Burnham twice already in less than 10 minutes. So let's just give it a third to round it out. Um, are you at, uh, an Atlanta, an ATL, an all time low? Um, yeah, currently. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get too far into it, but I've always kind of struggled with having like peaks and valleys of, Absolutely. Of emotions and like moods. Um, I was in a really good upswing for a long time. I had everything that I thought I would like needed. Yeah. And I think I kind of took it for granted. And then suddenly it was literally all gone. Like all of the things that I loved were gone. Um, and so now that kind of sucks. Yeah. Among other things. Um, so I, uh, to quote Bo Burnham for the fourth time, uh, am not doing well. <laughs> um, That's so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but um, your your satirical take on your unending sadness is, um, it's refreshing. It's also funny that you mentioned peaks and valleys, because um, all I could think about was English muffins, the nooks and crannies. <laughs> I love a good English muffin. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you. My emotional state is in a nook and a cranny. Yeah. Caught between a nook and a cranny. <laughs> um, I, it's hard, man. Nope. I mean, people are talking about it now, but it's, it's literally sometimes it can be a battle to get up out of bed every day. Or like, oh, yeah. I'm a big purveyor of the, um, the, coma trauma response where instead of dealing with the issues presented in front of you you just sleep for up to 14 hours i can't even do that i'll like try to take a nap and then i'll just lay there and so that kind of sucks but then like i don't want to go anywhere and i Mm -hmm. don't want to see anybody and i don't want to do anything (laughs) so then it's kind of like what else do i do yeah besides sleeping if i can't sleep so it's been kind of just a lot of sitting around and staring (laughs) well i'll tell you what your um your latest what i would describe as a quote-unquote manic episode actually was very fruitful because today we're on location at your home um in an undisclosed location (laughs) at the edge of the world and uh, and you completely have redesigned your room. You've really leaned into your painting, which I think is really, really nice because the end results are coming out real quality. Yeah, I've decided that um, I'm just never going to leave my room again, ever. So You just want to make it a real comfy space for Yeah, forever. I'm going to make it as beautiful as I possibly can so that like I have no reason to leave because I have everything I could possibly want and need in here. 
And then that way I can just stay forever. Now you just need a mini fridge. Yeah, and it's like a little bucket I can pee in, and then I'll be good. Actually, I can just share the litter box with my cat. <laughs> Perfect. Done. Yeah, we figured it out. We great. solved it. In a garbage can, and then I'll be good. I know garbage can. <laughs> the barefoot Contessa's cousin. Oh, my gosh. So what other, um, like, what other, when you get like this, what other symptoms do you feel like you have? Or, like, what are some other coping mechanisms that you may or may not have it's kind of tough because i definitely feel like i have some sort of like undiagnosed adult adhd um and i've discovered this because i've been on the adhd side of tiktok so it's not just me being like i'm self-diagnosing myself i genuinely feel like i have some kind of (laughs) adhd that (laughs) has been untreated for a long time because i will like i'll start a task and then in the process of doing that task so, like, for example, yesterday, I wanted to water my plants. But mm-hmm. when I went to go fill up the water, I realized that I had a bunch of paintbrushes on the counter from the other day. So I picked up all the paintbrushes and put them back in my little paintbrush kit that I have. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I realized I should probably take inventory of all of the paint colors that I have in my possession. So I did that for a little bit. Then I realized I still needed to put away some laundry, so I did that. Then I went back and saw the cup of water that I was originally going to fill my plants with, and I was like, oh, my God, that's what I was going to do. And then I brought the water in and saw that my diffuser was empty, so I was like, oh, I'll fill up my diffuser. So I did that, went and made a cup of coffee, got settled in there. I think I went outside for a little bit, came back in, saw the cup next to my diffuser, (laughs) realized I still had not watered my plants. (laughs) Which was like the first task <laughs> I had set out to do, but I accomplished all these yeah, other things. Yeah, you were super productive. So that's kind of an issue that I have, and so because of that, I I I call them manic episodes because like I can't really think of anything else. Yeah. To describe them, but like I'll just get into random fits of like where I need to clean everything, and by cleaning I mean like. I'm going to organize my entire pantry of canned goods that, like, I don't even eat and no (laughs) one in my family has touched. Yeah, we have, like, four cans of black beans. I don't think I've ever seen a single member of my family eat blacked beans out of a can. I said blacked beans. Black canned canned (laughs) black beans. What the the heck? Blackened beans. The blacked beans. (laughs) That makes no sense. Canned black beans. Um, But, like, I'll organize my entire pantry by, like, this is the bread shelf and this is the cereal shelf. And then, then I'm going to put pasta and baking stuff here and blah, blah, blah. Like I'll just go ham. But like I do that because I originally set out to wash the dishes, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's like a real struggle there with that. But also like I, it can be kind of beneficial because I'll go into like a real self-care kind of phase where I'll like give myself a haircut and like <laughs> do my nails and like – do a face mask or three and, and, you know, shave my legs and put lotion on my body. We love a good lotion. Shower, maybe. That's always a good place That's to start. That's a good one. Yeah. I, uh, did you ever fall into the thing? Well, I suppose you had bangs for a long time. But did you ever fall into the thing, you know, where they say, like, oh, if you're going through it and you want, like, a big hair chain, change, rather, you give yourself, like straight across curtain bangs i've never done that because like you just said i had bangs like my entire life until like college so i just i know it doesn't work for me (laughs) so i don't really have a desire to do it again although i've kind of have been considering doing a longer more angled bang i'm gonna try to get a haircut this next week this coming week rather um 
So maybe I'll try to get like a little bang. But the thing is, I don't want them to be so short that like I can't grow them out. Like it'll take a while to grow them out, you feel? Yeah. And also, I just don't know if I can rock bangs again. I think you have a, a wonderful face for bangs. And that sounds so offensive, but that's not what I mean by it. I think <laughs> you have a wonderful face to conceal with bangs. Yeah, you, you're so pretty. You have the face that's perfect for a podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I always see all those jokes about like the big hair change right at the time of like mental instability, which haha, by the way, if you've noticed that I used to be very blonde and now I have black hair, that probably happened happened right at the peak of my last mental health crisis we love to see it when my grandma died i dyed my hair pink like <laughs> literally the same day so we all have our ways to cope so you have control over something although at this point even at like a solid mental state that i'm at right now um i it's too late to go back to the blonde because if i do i have to just chop all my hair off yeah you're gonna have to chop it off and then like do a color stripper and like all kinds of other yeah, shit yeah and I, I don't have time for that so the black's fine plus it's slimming and God knows I need slimming because I'm a binge eater when I'm sad. <laughs> I also uh, am a functioning alcoholic. If that wasn't made abundantly clear by maybe the description of the podcast, maybe the common conversation that we have probably every time we record about how frequently I drink. Not like this is an AA meeting. I'm not saying I need to go to a meeting. Actually, Sean, yeah. There's a reason why I've, I brought you here today. Oh, <clears throat> I, I think I think I know how this goes. Hold on. <clears throat> Hi. Oh, God, this is so hard to say. Okay. <clears throat> Hi. My name is Sean, and I'm an alcoholic. Wow, I sound like such a cock now that I'm really committing to the bit because there are people <laughs> who are like have real substance abuse issues. That's so do you. Yes, so I know. Do you. I know, but now it seems like. <laughs> I'm talking shit about people that are actually in recovery, and that's such a cock move of me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But we all have our vices and our ways of coping. Yes. I was at a karaoke with um, some friends the other day, mm -hmm. and somebody did a Drake song that I've never heard before because I don't. The last time I really like paid close attention to Drake was Degrassi, so <laughs> so it's been some time. <laughs> it's it's been a it's mm -hmm. been a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was tearing it up, and for a second I was like, my back was turned from the karaoke stage, so I was like, oh, is this is he freestyle like? Like, is this freestyle rap? And I was like, no, it's Drake. But the only reason I knew it was Drake was because he mentioned, like, in the, in the lyrics was the mention that it was Drake's name. And I was like, Drizzy oh. Drake. <laughs> Champagne Poppy. Oh, if, if we're going to, like, cut down, because what is uh, Drizzy short for? Drizzle. <laughs> Drizzle. <laughs> I don't know. Do I look like I know the first thing about hip hop culture? Look at me. You're wearing a kimono and I blue sunglasses. I dress like my grandfather did in the 70s. Which honestly, he turned those looks he out. He fucking did, bro. Yeah. And I so I'm proud to admit that. My grandpa was styling. Well, if there's Drizzy Drake, is it is it Slizzy Sav? But that sounds like Sleazy Sav. I don't know. Well, if the shoe fucking fits. <laughs> lace, lace that, that bitch, bitch up, up and, and wear, wear it. it. I hate my life. <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes I get a little perplexed by our um, synergism just because <laughs> maybe it's because they're things that we just say pretty frequently in like our vernacular or something like that. But it just sometimes it just sometimes hits. we just we end up on the same timeline and then other times you go off on a Nexus event I'm and I get very confused. <laughs> but I try to just go with it. I will say there was something that you said to me 
I'm pretty sure it was last night. Yeah. As you were saying it, I was looking at you and hearing your voice. I could not tell you anything that you said to me. And then I noticed that you had stopped talking and I was like, oh, yeah, for real. Like, and I just made up a reply. I couldn't even tell you what we were talking about. But I realized like halfway through, like, oh, my God, I've completely tuned out of this conversation. Oh, no. So I didn't do it on purpose, but it was like I was really trying to listen. And my brain just kind of like stopped working <laughs> if you yourself are going through some mental health struggles it's really helpful to have such supportive <laughs> and attentive friends around you <laughs> if it makes you feel any better um, i can't be attentive to anything in my life right now so that's fair that's fair i um i can't tell you what day of the week it is oh my, what what day of the week is it i'm pretty sure it's wednesday oh thank god it is wednesday but that's all i I only know because I don't have to work today. <laughs> that's the only reason why I know what day it is. Usually a Mondays trip me out because that's usually the end of my work week. So I'm like, what 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 day is it? Like, I actually love Mondays. Really? I know that's that might be like an unpopular opinion. I like Mondays because for me it's like the beginning of the week. I don't count Sunday as the beginning of the week. I count it as the end of the week. Yeah. So Monday is like always the day to like refresh and restart and like do my laundry and update my bullet journal. And like, <laughs> I don't have a bullet journal, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And like vacuum my room, clean my sheets. Like get the stuff done. So essentially your life has done like a complete 180 where the bad days actually turn out to be good, but the, all the other days that are supposed to be good end up bad. You ever see the movie um, Office Space? Where it's like, uh-oh, someone's got a case of the Mondays. No. Oh. Sorry. So Sean, how are you? Um, I feel like you've been asking me how I am this whole time, so I wanted to... That's true. To ask how you are. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. Yes, you actually bring up a really good point here where instead of having the attention on me, so I have to answer questions, I deflect and then put them on somebody else. That's and part I of my hate mental interviews. <laughs> um, I'm okay. I, I'm not going to lie. There, I, I feel like I've been on this, um, like I said, I'm, I'm at a really good place, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely times where I like categorize myself in different forms of myself. So it'll be like sleep Sean, awake Sean, past Sean, present Sean. You sort personify of like, your personalities? Yeah. So okay. I can sort of compartmentalize it in certain ways. Because okay. compartmentalization is one of my favorite coping mechanisms. We love her. <laughs> we, lo- we love to see her to be able to get through the day. Um, but uh, so I do see little tiny bits of myself. Um, like the, the person that I'm trying not to be anymore pop up. And... I feel like a lot of the time society is really big on like, if you've changed and grown as a person, then that other person is dead now. Um, Buried. Yeah. Can't, can't exist anymore. Rip. And I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive, but I'll say because I'm so used to that narrative that it's scary. There are times a couple of weeks ago I was going through like so, like just some rough stuff, right? I mm-hmm. took a trip out of town. I sort of opened myself um, a little vulnerably to somebody who was not particularly receptive or responsive to that. And I found myself like turning around, driving home. It was like a two and a half hour drive. And I found myself literally spiraling in the moment. I could tell what it was happening. And... 
I just, I was brought back to like the person that I was before I could sort of acknowledge what was wrong. Yeah. Um, where it was just a constant spiral. Like we had hit rock bottom and then the rock bottom is bottom. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know how to acknowledge those things then. Um, and acknowledgement is only half the battle plot twist because you can acknowledge what's wrong, but the real, like, Knowing that it exists is one thing, but actually doing something to fix it is another. And well, I'm not. I, I think that's a big deal, though, to be able to say, like, okay, this is what's happening versus, like, I have a problem a lot of the time with just, like, feeling emotions and being like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And not being like, I'm feeling this way because this happened to me and blah, 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 blah. This is my response to it. It's just, I'm feeling this feeling a lot, and I don't know what to do about it, and I everything sucks, and this feeling is the only thing I'll ever feel, feel again. Feel forever. Yeah. yeah. It's funny also that you say that that way, where it's like, okay, sort of like a very, what I assume to be cognitive behavioral therapy, because I've never actually experienced it. But um, like, okay, let's take a step back and think about it. I like the idea of that, but in reality, the way that it goes for me is like, Hey, you're doing some stupid bitch shit that you would used to do. Don't fucking do it. Sack up. <laughs> like literally. So I am time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> Seriously. And so um on that drive, I was like, oh my God, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going down. This is some classic Sean shit, yada yada yada. You're you're like, you are this person. And then comes in the fear where it's have you just tricked everybody in your life to thinking that you're different when you're not actually different at all? And that's fucking scary. I have felt that. It's so scary because you're like, you're being told that this other person doesn't exist anymore if you've gotten better. And if that pops up because that person's supposed to be dead, then maybe you haven't changed at all, which I don't think is actually the case, but there's a very large difference between rational thought and uh, like emotional thought or i wouldn't say that emotions don't go into rational thought emotional thoughts though like a thought driven by emotion tends to be really blown out of proportion versus a logic driven thought is not so extraneous it's just various to the point versus like an overthought thought is so extreme and so like spiraled out of control you can't contain it anymore and that's what causes you to like totally lose it and i think that there's a space in the in-between i saw a tiktok the other day which i love how (laughs) essentially tiktok at this point is just like our our current events news tiktok was the social media platform i refused to download for the longest time and now it's the only social media i have on my phone so it has a lot of benefits i mean i learned a lot on tiktok (laughs) gotta be honest and i feel like it's it's sort of trivialized and infantilized sort of like the way that like uh older generations did to like millennials in that same way where it's like oh you're one of those but yeah the app it we're not going to go into a full diatribe about it but the app itself is pretty great but there was this woman um, that I saw a TikTok of that she had posted about how she was letting her logical thought dictate her entire personality. And so anytime she would get stressed, she would give um, excuses or uh, deflect using logic mm-hmm. rather than acknowledging emotion. And so I feel like there is a middle ground between the two. Yeah. And it's all about balance, but it's so it's so hard. And the the older I get and the more that I live and maybe it's where we are as society it, like just generally I I have a hard time imagining that people are like neurotypical. Like 
Yeah, for real. I li- Who would be neurotypical yeah. in a world like this? And I think it's this imaginary, like, this idea of a person that we have of, like, perfectly put together. But I walk around, and maybe it's just the people that I surround myself with. Maybe I'm just a sad piece of shit. But <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to say about me? You surround yourself with me more than anyone else. Maybe we're just sad together. What the fuck? But I look around, and, and at least the people in my circle and the people that I come in contact with, nobody is that put together. At least not in the way that we sort of put them on a pedestal in our brain. Everybody has skeletons in the closet. Absolutely. I actually have a real skeleton in my closet. I'm a murderer. This is my coming out. Yeah, his name is Henry. He's pretty cool. He is pretty cool. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry was the name of my succulent, so I guess technically I do have a That's skeleton true. in the closet. Oh. My, my succulent, I had to, to, to propagate him. He died. He didn't die, but he got too tall and then got root rot, so now his little propagation babies are in another holder with my... Uh, my, I don't know what it's called, spiky guy. Yeah, and my an aloe-looking buddy. Yeah, it's like a Sabrina something. I don't know what the a other Sabrina's word. Bellman? Yeah, and then the other one's a golden cactus, a golden barrel cactus. I His name it. is Spike. I feel like before we go to break, we should also mention that you, uh, in a really, really cool way, have really leaned into becoming a plant mom. And I think that, you know, having, you know, living things, you just, blow my mind with how well you take care of green things you have a very green thumb has that been helpful at all to you do you think um yeah well i like my favorite color is green so Mm -hmm. i like having greenery in my space i think it really like livens up a living space to have some kind of foliage in it yeah so that was kind of my initial goal when i first got a couple of plants but then I just got kind of obsessed with them, and now I have a bunch of little shelves for them to sit on, and they look so cute. Um, But, like, having them... I have plants that are pretty low maintenance, Mm -hmm. so I don't have to water them, like, every single day. So that's nice, because it's not, like, too much of a commitment that, like, oh, my God, if I spend the night anywhere, they're going to die. Right. Um, But also, it's, like... I spend, like, it's usually on Monday, like, I'll water the plants when I'm doing, like, mm-hmm. my daily resetting my life uh, day. So, yeah, I guess it does kind of help. That's but awesome. I also just think they're pretty. And I like giving them names because a friend of mine told me if you give a plant a name and, like, talk to them, it kind of makes you more inclined to take care of it versus, like, <laughs> this is just my plant. That's really nice. Yeah. Also, it's got to be refreshing to have something that you can take care of that's low maintenance, whereas I am something that's very high maintenance that you have to take care of. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> that, that, I think that's my reason for having no energy. <laughs> she said she's giving it all away, honey. I have nothing left to give <laughs> to anyone. I have nothing. Um, well, on that wonderful note, let's go ahead and... Take a break. Let's go away for the summer. Let's go and stay. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye for now. For, <laughs> ta-ta for now. Yeah. TTFN. Woo. And we are back. How was your break? It was lovely. I went outside and absorb the sunlight that vitamin d you know they say it's good for people who are anxious or sad or stressed or whatever yeah i mean i 
I fry like a lobster in the sun, so I try to avoid it. More often than not, I just try to look like a like a sickly Victorian child. Oh. Yeah, sort of fit the Timothy Chalamet aesthetic. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I get that vibe from you when yeah. I see you. Absolutely. Mother, don't go into the closet. Um, you know, sickly Victorian child. I don't know. I don't know. I don't what? Know. What's in the closet? <laughs> um, typhoid. Oh. <laughs> <That's> Yummy. <laughs> delicious. Um, so I thought it might be fun uh, to sort of, you know, uh, pivot, if you would, um, where we're still in like the vein of mental health, but maybe it's a little less putting a magnifying glass on ourselves um, and that we would take a quiz or two. Okay, like I love I love a good quiz. I love that. Okay, I love awesome. being academically challenged. Right, so we can try and reclaim that gifted kid feeling that That's we. That's why I do so many Sudoku puzzles. <laughs> so you could feel smart and valued like you were in the fourth grade. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I was. I felt pretty valued up until like, yeah, fourth grade. <laughs> I had to think about it, but we got there. <laughs> I had to think about it, and then I was like, no, it got better, and then I was like, no, it got worse. <laughs> Uh, yes, it does not get better. Yeah, no. no, it does. It does. It depends on who you are. We're just not. If the you're me, phase. it does. <laughs> Peaks and valleys, nooks and crannies. Anyway, so uh, this quiz is called "This is the Hardest Would You Rather Quiz for Anxious People." Oh, good. I'm yeah. an anxious people. I am also an anxious people. Together, we are one anxious person. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I don't think that's the correct math. I I, I think I never did math. Anyway, um, okay, so the first one is spend a full day staring at a text bubble from a friend or go to a party where you know absolutely no one. Oh, absolutely the staring at a text bubble from your friend. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? Because, one, I don't have to leave my house. (laughs) That's fair, that's fair. Two, I don't have to go to a party, ew, with people I don't know, ew, ew, not a single person. How did I get to this party? I guess that's fair. I mean, also, maybe you're just, like, invited by, or maybe it was, like, a Facebook invitation. You're like, I guess I'll go. You know, one of those situations. But I feel like if you're doing the text bubble, like, that's got to be rough. Like, at least for me, I know that if anybody's texting and I, like, see that the bubble's happening and I'm like, oh, no. Is it, is it a novel? I'm sure after a certain amount of time, you're like, okay, it's just open on your phone. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But there's always that fear that it's like, oh my God, did I fuck up? You have to think about every mistake that you've ever made your entire life to try and come up with I guess that means you're a bad person inherently if you have to like retrace your steps and wonder about everything you've done. That could make them type a big ass novel to you. I guess. I mean, I don't think that me being a good person was ever in question. I'm pretty confident in the fact that I'm not. I guess it depends on what they're texting before that rather than just like a big bubble that disappears, you know? Like if they're like, we need to talk and then a big text bubble, (laughs) that might be a different story. (laughs) I'd be like, oh my God. But if it's just like your friend texting you and then it's like, hey, and then a bubble, I wouldn't worry too much about that unless I like had done something bad that would make me have to worry about it. But I wouldn't have. I'm also pretty extroverted. So I have to assume that like 
if I were at a party with nobody that I knew, chances are I could just like chameleon myself and pull out one small part of my personality and then make it my whole personality to try and be like palatable to the people at the party. Oh, so no. That's a lot of alliteration. No, I, palatable to the people of the party. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. <laughs> but it's palatable to the people of the party. Is uh, that is that all hyphenated? Yes, okay. it is. <laughs> it's, is that German? Yeah. Palatable to the people of the party. <laughs> of the party. <laughs> I, I don't anyway, like it. I, so, I do like you want to go party? Is that, is that what you're thinking? No, I'm going. I'm going to stick with speech bubble because it didn't say, "Hey, we need to talk." That's the one you would rather. Okay, yeah. Heard. Okay, great. Sixty-three percent also chose speech bubble. Wow, I'm in the majority. That's shocking. Wow. Okay, what about this one? Would you rather? Leave your home and then not be able to remember if you turned off the stove or leave your home and then not be able to remember if you locked the front door. Definitely stove. I don't feel like this is even a question. Yeah, I have an electric stove, so I'm not too stressed about that. Yeah. Oh, actually, I lied. I lied because it's a would you rather. I was saying which one would would I dislike. I'm not worried about. I, I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing that's worthy of being stolen. Like, take my life. Take everything. I mean, I live in a pretty suburban area, um, but you never know. I've watched one too many home invasion movies, so I prefer to keep my door locked and know that it's locked. That's fair. Um, so I think I would rather leave and not remember if I left the stove on. Fair enough. I also am, am similar to... Hello. <laughs> wow, I'm having a stroke. Um, or I, you're overcooking your toe. <laughs> Um, similarly to you, like with my quote unquote self-diagnosed, like ADHD tendencies, I forget both. So (laughs) it really doesn't actually matter because most times I forget whether or not I've locked the door or if I've turned off the stove. It's an object permanence thing. I I remember one of the first times I spent the night at your place that you're about to move out of now. I don't know if you like didn't lock the door or the door wasn't latched, but I came out of the guest room in the morning oh, and yes, the door I remember was this. wide open and yeah. i was like hello like in the middle of your living room i was like ready to have to fight somebody <laughs> okay and so- i was like trying to assess i was like where are any possible weapons i have is anything stolen because like my laptop and shit were on the couch right, right there by the front door so the way that that happened was the door was left unlocked but because the to get into my apartment you have to go through interior before yeah if somebody opens the downstairs to the it's exterior like a vacuum. yeah and so it suctions because the ac is going in one direction there's definitely times that's happened to me before as well and it's fucking terrifying it was <laughs> the scariest because i was like i don't know how to stab somebody if i need to in self-defense right just I like a scream moment try, though. Yeah. <laughs> i want to try wow we heard it here first i'm a murderer she's a murderer yay uh, murder. okay so we're gonna go with stove 26 percent so in the minority but i mean also you have to consider some people have gas what? stoves some people have gas stoves yeah but you people would rather leave your front door unlocked well, not remember whether or not you did. But if you, what, you're going to leave your gas stove on? Remember in Australia? I oh, almost yeah. died. You almost killed us. <laughs> almost killed yourself, blew up the house. Thank God we weren't gone that long. Yeah, thank God I did get carbon monoxide poisoning, even if I hadn't gotten up out of bed. 
for those listening, basically what happened was we were in Australia and we had cooked, I guess, breakfast or something. We cooked dinner the night before. Oh, dinner the night before. And we did. It was the oven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the gas oven because everything over there was gas. And so I guess we just didn't know how to properly turn it off. Um, and I'm a smoker. Uh, and so we had gone oh to bed and God, everybody yeah. had gone out and I woke up to them coming back because again, depression sleep, I think it was like 4 PM or something ridiculous. And they're like, what's that smell? And it smelled like, like rotten eggs, like natural gas. No, it wasn't that late. I think it was in the morning because really? we went out to like a bakery and then came oh, back. Oh yeah, you're right. Because if we had made dinner the night before, I don't remember if we were like making bruschetta or something, like we put bread in the oven. Like the toast points, yeah. And then it never worked because the oven was like really tricky to figure out. I remember that. Yeah. Because it was like a small, really old oven. Um, But yeah, I remember like I didn't smell it in the morning, which was weird. Yeah. But we weren't gone that long. I think we literally went out to the bakery, like walked out to the beach for a little bit. And then we were gone for maybe like an hour or two tops. Could you imagine but if we I came just woke back? It up? You were asleep on the couch, I think, or something. Yeah. And we came back and we were like, Sean! Like, <laughs> what happened? Oh my God. And I was like, what? Because if I had just woken up to go smoke a cigarette, I swear to God, I would have blown you myself. You would have blown, <laughs> blown up the entire block. And that would have been really, really bad. bad. I would have been dead. So I wouldn't have even had to pay for the consequences. Wow, a boy. I would have. <laughs> if the Airbnb was in my name. It's fine. You could have just mourned it. They have insurance. Anyway. So we're gonna we're gonna go. Yes, we were in the minority on that one. Okay, next one. Would you rather have a conversation with five different people on the phone every day for the rest of your life, or miss your alarm every morning for the rest of your life? Oh, a hundred percent. The phone people call. on the phone. Yeah. yeah. I cannot miss my alarm. If I miss my alarm, my whole day is fucked. Agreed. I I honestly get so anxious about missing my alarm that I will wake up an hour before my alarm is supposed to go off. Like, I'll wake myself up out of a dead sleep because I think I'm late. Right. I cannot have my alarm not go off because it's happened before and it fucks up my whole day. It's not a great time. And for the record, also, there's like... uh, if you miss your alarm and you're constantly late, then you're going to lose your job. Then you're going to be anxious about money and living. And then you're, it's just a, a spiral from there. If yeah. I, I'll be honest. I have five friends. You, Megan, Casey, Fabiola. Oh, wait. Oh, you have four. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I'm number five. Oh, so your mom. Hillary. Hillary's my oh, other friend. Hillary. She is a yes. friend of mine. Uh, um, she girl. is a friend of mine. A friend of mine. Your she's longest a, friend. I know her. Yeah. She's my oldest friend, Loki. Um, so yeah, if I had to just talk, they didn't say how long the phone conversation had That's to true. be. So if I had to just call and be like, Hey, <laughs> can I actually call you back? I'm kind of busy right now. <laughs> if I had Ta-da. to do that every single day, I, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Cause it would bring me a little bit of joy. I'd find new ways to fuck with you all. Right. Day. I also drive a lot. So like, I can't like, I call five people a- anyway, you know, my mom, my sister, you, um, Occasionally, Casey, my friend V, my friend Hank. Uh, we talked to the phone the other day for the first time. That was cool. Um, stuff like that. So, like, these people I'm chatting with frequently, especially in transit, so I could do that easy. Would you rather get stuck in traffic when your flight boards at an hour 
or have to parallel park into a tight space during rush hour traffic. So I already know that you're going to say parallel park because you were the queen of parallel parking and you actually taught me how to parallel park. I love a good parallel. When I, there's nothing more satisfying than like achieving the perfect parallel park in my opinion i guess that just means i'm really sad and nerdy no i love it i mean i literally did not learn how to parallel park until i was like 23 years old but also in my opinion where in rush hour traffic is there gonna be a place to parallel park college park i guess but like that that is gonna be about you have to anticipate it being a spot You have to see the spot up ahead. You have to know. You have to throw your blinker on, let people know. And then you're going to have to stop before the spot. Not at it, because you have to stop before to drive up a little head so that you can wiggle your way back into it. The the key with that is you have to have confidence. You have to get it in on the first first <laughs> if back. If you can in. dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah, you have to get it in on that first whip. Otherwise, if you're that guy that's going e e e e in and out, if you're that's not when in the car, start to hate you. I need the emotional support from you usually if I'm parallel parking because if I'm doing it by myself, I'll be half out of the spot and I'll be like, it's good enough. I'm gone. Like it's no, too much. I I actually. I almost get too far into the spot that I go up on the curb. <laughs> like, I get in there. You know what I mean? Like, I am snuggled in, nestled in tight. I'm also worried that if by some circumstance I were to, like, like you, like you, bump the back of my um, car. Uh, if you were to bump the back of your car to, like, someone's, the front of someone's car, like, rear-ending, but it's your fault, um, that you couldn't get out of the space fast enough. <laughs> Then I would be the E, E, E. Exactly. Everybody would know already. Yeah, um, that was really. 70%. Okay, cool. Uh, what about this one? Would you rather sleep in a big house completely alone for a week or not be able to cancel plans for a full month? I'm definitely saying sleep in a big house um, completely alone for a week. Absolutely, yes. I've been living in a in an apartment, a pretty a 3-2 apartment by myself for like over probably about two months now. I could do it. It's sad. But I could do it. <laughs> it's sad, but manageable. Yes. Which is a perfect summation of my life. <laughs> she's sad, but she's managing. Not even that. I'm existing. Oh, the minority again. Wow, people are scared to be by themselves. <laughs> Cowards. <laughs> I was, I've been doing it for this long. <laughs> I was born alone. I'll die alone. Anyway. Um, <laughs> would you rather... Give a presentation in a 200-person lecture hall or have someone in line behind you at the cash register every time you have to put change in your wallet. Definitely. Absolutely the 200-person lecture hall. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's easy. That's yeah. a TED Talk. If bit. it's 200 people I don't know, if, absolutely. That's what I do every single yeah, day. That's like, a freaking musical. Perform. Yeah, for real, yeah, for real. Absolutely. Done. Absolutely would rather do that. I find it harder to talk to 200 people I do know, but jokes on them, I don't know 200 people. Ha-ha. If you know me, no, you don't. That was actually Nobody funny. knows me, actually. <laughs> Nobody. No. Um, 21%. The minority again? Yes. Okay. Would Stuffing you... change into your wallet with someone behind you. <sighs> so much. It is It is the most stressful. So stressful. And if you have, if you're prone to clammy, <laughs> shaky hands like yes. I am, and you don't get it all in in one go, and then you have the receipt, because they normally hand you receipt uh-huh. and then with change. The change. So what do you do with the receipt? You just not have to use shove it. that right. in with the coins, but then it won't zip up, and then you have to like move <laughs> oh, out of the way, but your cart of groceries is still, like literally. Can I tell you how many times I've sacrificed like, like full ass 75 cents on the floor that's dropped out of my hand? Because I'm not going to stop to pick it up. 
But see, if on any other circumstance, if I saw 75 cents on the floor, I'd 100% stop and pick it up. I know. But like in that moment, change. if I dropped it, I'd be like, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's gone forever. <laughs> Let fail, it go. Fail, fail, fail. Fail, fail, um, Okay. Uh, what about this one? Uh, what if you see two coworkers whispering to each other while looking at you or get a message from your boss that you need to come to her office immediately? I know what your answer is going to be, but my answer is different because <laughs> yours would be see two coworkers whispering to each other while looking yeah, at you because, because you'd be like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> yeah. You got something to say? You yes. got something to fucking say? Yeah. Say it to me. Exactly. Say it to my face. Whereas for me, I'm just kidding. I say that I hate confrontation. I <laughs> you'll hate do it. it, but you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I'll do it because it, it gives me a rush. <laughs> right, and, and then, then like you'll afterwards, go and cry. my whole body will shake, and then I'll cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, real, for real. I'm I'm, I'm a negative, awful person. Oh my gosh, no, you're not. Um, I would definitely do from a boss that that I need to go to the office immediately because again, it's in like your that. case, you're getting promoted. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, that's not always the case. But um, the, because of that, you know, every time that you get like a promotion or like somebody values your work more, anytime you get called into the office, you immediately think it's all going to come crumbling down around you. Like I'm certain anytime somebody's like, hey, can I talk to you? That like, they're going to be like, you're fucking awful and you're out of here. You you're do done. like the. Yep. Sure thing. And then I and always you try- like steal yourself with for like your goodbye speech. <laughs> right, like, it's like been how a you're privilege. Do it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's so much. And I also like try to overcompensate with humor or that um self preservation method that's like Oh, you make a joke about being fired. That way, if it actually happens, you've already prepared. So you're like, oh, you guys going to fire me? <laughs> and I've, this has never been a situation. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've never been in a situation where they actually do it. But God forbid, I do that entire fanfare and it actually happens. I'd feel like a fucking idiot. Um, I watched this TikTok the other day of this girl. And she like, <laughs> the caption was like, I had no idea I was about to get fired. And it was her at like 6 a.m. And she goes, I don't know why I'm up so early. Or no, it was like, I think it was earlier, like four or something in the morning. Yeah. She's like, I have no idea why I'm up so early. And the next shot was like her walking with nice coffee. Oh, she no. goes, I had time to do exercise, get a nice coffee, and shower all before 6 a.m. Who am I? I have so much free time. And then she's like, I'm going to be early for work. And so, like, she walks in. She's like, this is my outfit for work. I look so cute today. Blah, 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 blah. She did look super cute. And then she immediately, like, cuts to her in the bathroom at work. And she goes, I just got fired. Oh, no. And it's like the next one is her on the on, on, on a bench, I think, like, waiting for a bus. And she goes, well, maybe I'll take, like, a midday soul cycle class or something. <laughs> She's like, I have, I thought I had free time this morning. Can you <laughs> I imagine? I have a whole lifetime. Trying, like, People who look on the bright side of things, maybe I'm just a really shitty negative person. I think that's what the takeaway of this episode is so far. That's, yeah, for me but, as well. <laughs> I am seeing the same about myself. Can you imagine people that like rebound off of bad things so quickly? Like it doesn't ruin them for a week and a half. I would the not react that way. Well, she also said something. She's like, I'm kind of, kind of in shock, but also kind of relieved. And I was like, Girl, what? No, ma'am. <laughs> Unless she hated her job, then good for her. I don't know the whole story, but I I would not have reacted as positively. No. Which I guess says something about me. I'm an incredibly negative, terrible, awful person. If somebody were to say to me ever and be like, "Hey, you're like outside of a satirical fashion," if somebody was like, "Hey, you're just really awful," like I I don't think that I can be around you anymore. I think I'd be immediately. I'd be, regardless of how close we were, if you're a stranger on the street, I'd be like, mm, okay, 
<laughs> go home in bed week and a half sorry yeah <laughs> okay. i yeah same <laughs> i care very much what people think about me so much so that i'll like spin false narratives and <laughs> what i think other people think about me to myself to just like make me spiral out of control yeah that- and i'll like make up whole timelines and conversations that i think other people are having about me that are like probably not even a tiny bit true <laughs> Because I, I like convince myself that that's what it is, you right. know. Because there'll be times where people like, I don't know, what are things somebody would mention like, oh wow, I really like, um, I like your hair today, and then I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> she hated it yesterday. She hated it yesterday, and also she was talking with that other person, and what if they were talking about my hair that day? I'd oh honestly probably be like, yeah, my hair looked like shit yesterday. <laughs> right, deflection. I tried today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I so washed much. it. Thank you. Let's uh, do one more from this quiz before we run it home. Oh, run me home, country Country road. road. (laughs) Why would... Oh, LOL. This is just a a gift that they put on top of it. And they started reading it like, who's the question? And it's hilarious because it says, why would you do this to me? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I knew you were going to do this to me. I knew you would do this to me. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather spend an hour trying to make small talk with someone you've never met or take a multiple choice test where you can't go back to questions once you've already answered them. Definitely the test. Yeah, because once you've already answered them, yeah, if you skip them and don't answer them, then you can go back right. and check them. Duh. Also, why I'm one of those people Small talk with a stranger? Yeah, no. Ew. Also, I make really deep commitments on very arbitrary things. So like even if I don't know the answer, I'm like, fuck it. It's C, I'm steadfast. Let's go. We're keeping it moving. Yeah, when in doubt, pick C. That's like like multiple choice test 101. Right. Also, nothing is more addictive or a better form of rush than when you're the first to finish that fucking scantron. Oh, absolutely. Like Defiantly walking up to the teacher's desk like <laughs> Oh, done already, Savannah? Yes, Mr. Smith. I am. I know it comes as no surprise to you because Because I am an overachiever. (laughs) Wow, we're so And that's why everyone in this class hates me. (laughs) That's Um, why. Yeah, it was the overachieving that did it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Among other things. Right. You know what would suck even worse, though, is if like you were the first to finish and you got such a shitty grade. But you know what? It's like, they don't have to know that. Gods to see it through, my boy. <laughs> yeah, gods to see it through, my guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming along this wild ride with us. It's sort of intense, but, like, not too intense. Like, palatably intense. We- Palatable to the people at the party. Yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> we like to think. We like to think. You could tell us otherwise. And you know how you could do that? You could do that by emailing us at thesavinshawnshow at even, gmail.com. Even if it's just to tell us to fuck off. Yeah, or... You could you could tell us we're doing a good job. I mean, if you tell us to fuck off, just expect a sassy email back from myself. Yes, it'll be from her personal email. Yeah. <laughs> no, it won't actually. It'll be from a random email. I'm that gonna you've create never a new email yes. called Haters Back Off <laughs> Savinshawnshow at gmail.com. Oh my god. So gosh. look out for that. And if you're so inclined, you can feel free to go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at the underscore Sav and Sean underscore show. Because that's us in our show. That's us in our show. You could also follow me on Instagram at Anthony underscore clams. You could follow Savannah home from work. 
Please um, don't. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Please but Please <laughs> don't. I have pepper spray and I'm not afraid to use it. Also, have... honestly, if you're just gonna if you're gonna stab me or something, just make sure it's like a good a quick true one. strike. Like yeah. we're done. <laughs> I'm not trying to suffer, you know what I mean? Like just take me out. You quickly. have pepper spray, but I have Peppa spray, which is really just it sounds like a vague whistle. It's like <laughs> ghost of a whistle. <laughs> um, Peppa, no. But uh, Savannah's uh, doing something that's really amazing, and it's the last thing I'll say before we leave. But she's taking a break from the social media at the moment for her own mental health, and I think that's all something that we could at least uh, appreciate and admire, even if we don't want to do that ourselves. Because I'll tell you what, I don't. But I still respect you and your choice. I just don't want anyone to see me or my face right now. I totally get it. I don't want to see anyone else really right now. That's okay. Um. So, yeah. But also, it's been kind of nice. <laughs> I'm glad that you're... It's honestly, it has to be freeing. You know, we lived in a time where we had both. You know, like we lived in a time where we had all these devices and... One that we didn't. So I think it's really awesome that you get to like touch back on that. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's been kind of cool to not be totally chained to my phone to the point that like I'm almost careless with it. Yeah. <laughs> like I will just forget where it is. And then I'm just kind of walking around with no tether to the outside world, just no kind of tether. existing. And then when I don't wear my watch, I have no grasp of time or space or dates or. Wow. Anything. How freeing. It's kind of, yeah. It's well, kind of like an endless cycle. I feel like I'm in an episode of Black Mirror, but I think I'll be I. Hopefully one with a happy ending. No, there aren't <laughs> that many that have a happy ending. Have That's you ever true. seen Black I Mirror? I have, and okay. I know, but I, a boy can dream. It's romanticism deeply ingrained inside of me. Well, um, you can also, if you would like, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. That is the best way that you can support our podcast for a little creators such as ourselves. Little in the figurative sense because we We're are fairly large people. We are large beings. In yes. terms of height, especially. And We're, I know I make this joke literally every episode, but I figured I would just keep it going yeah. as part of our, our, our closing shtick. speech. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next, next time. time. Bye. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye. Aloha. Which also means goodbye. That's why I said it. <laughs> Hello. And goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye.